welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM, your education and wellness station. We have so much in store for you this week, so we invite you to stay tuned. I'm your host, Adis Jonas Murphy. Rejoice in this Welcome back to Healthy and Happy, of course, sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Now, I'm so excited. I am delighted at every opportunity I get to sit in studio with a guest. Now, this week, we're going to be having a writer. Mm-hmm producer and presenter with us. Many of you will know her voice from the JIS News. I'm speaking of Anjui James Sawyers. Welcome to Healthy and Happy, Madam. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. No, you know, the question in people's minds must be, why is one of the voices of JIS not healthy and happy? <laughs> Yes, that's probably the case. I know, right? But um, we're going to be featuring Andrew because she has a, a wonderful testimony, a wonderful story. And the focus of this week's Healthy and Happy, well, I've coined it Rising Above the Odds. Of course, it's your story. Now, in 2017, you were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Now, for persons listening who may not know what that means, could you provide for us a description or a definition of what it is? Okay, so rheumatoid arthritis is a chronic illness Mm -hmm. and it's characterized by inflammation in mainly the joints, but it can also affect other areas in the body. So Mm -hmm. it can affect the lungs, the eyes, the heart and other areas. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of the main symptoms include pain in the joints, Mm -hmm. swelling, inflammation, fatigue. Mm -hmm. Your diagnosis came in 2017, but before 2017, you were experiencing some challenges. Take us as far back as you can and just work us all the way up to (laughs) 2017. Okay, so I can remember as far back as when I was in university, but before that, Mm -hmm. I remember my mother taking me to get tested for rheumatic fever, Mm -hmm. but it never showed up. So we ruled that out. Mm -hmm. But while I was in Mandeville studying at university, I would experience a lot of sharp shooting, paralyzing pains, but Mm -hmm. it didn't happen like every day. Mm -hmm. It was like far few and in between. So I never thought much of it. Mm -hmm. And At some point, I said, okay, I'm just not able to manage the cold temperatures. As most persons Mm -hmm. would know, Mandeville is like 2,000 feet above sea level, which means the temperature is a bit cold there. Mm -hmm. So I remember my relative cautioned me, told me to carry a lot of pants and um, warm clothing to wear and so on. But I realized even with wearing the warm clothing and so on, it never really helped. Mm. And even at nights when I would go to bed, I would have to still pad mm. up, you know, like mm. I'm overseas like in, in the cold. Yes. In and still <laughs> have on sheet, cover with a sheet, a comforter and so on, because it was just so cold mm. for me. Mm-hmm. And um, the pain would happen a lot 
it just comes on without any warning mm-hmm. and then I just had to sit still until it subsided. Mm-hmm. So that's how it would come on. All right. So pretty much in university, you're saying it's intensified. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It- so what happened in 2016, which would have been probably about, um, let's say, eight or nine years after you left university? Right. So let me just backtrack a little bit. While mm-hmm. I was in university, I found out that I have the sickle cell trait. Okay. And I also found out that I had mild arthritis mm-hmm. after some tests. So I settled in my mind mm-hmm. that that's what I have and I would just have to deal with whatever comes along with that. Right. Fast forward now to 2016, I went overseas. I went to the U.S. for vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got back in 2017 mm-hmm. and realized that the pain was just a lot more intense mm-hmm. than I was used to and it was happening more frequently. Mm-hmm. So I would struggle to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'd have to crawl to the bathroom mm-hmm. uh, several times when I got to work, tried to step out of the car and I just could not move. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I need to see the doctor right away. So this is paralyzing pain yes. that you're feeling. Yeah. What were some of the first signs you started to notice? You spoke about pain in the joints, but was that all? Yes. I didn't have any issues with the stiffness. I don't I don't recall uh-huh. having any issues with the stiffness. It was more so just that pain in the in the joints. It was primarily my knees and my feet. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But I started getting pains in my hips. Mm-hmm. And that's where the the sharp shooting pains mm-hmm. got worse, mm-hmm. so that was why I wasn't able to move as much as you as want much to. as I would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. Is this in your family line? Um, does anyone in your family have rheumatoid arthritis? Well, as far as I know, yes. Mm-hmm. I found out uh, about two persons in my family mm-hmm. have it. Uh, one is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other person doesn't live in Jamaica. But that's as far as I know right now. So mm-hmm. I'm still doing some checks. All right. So you're, you're diagnosed with this in 2017. It's now 2020. How have you been managing? How have you been coping with RA as it's, um, that, that's a shortened version of it, you know, how it's called, rheumatoid arthritis. How have you been coping? To tell you the truth, Addis, I was not coping when I found out Mm -hmm. what was happening. As a matter of fact, I was wondering if by chance I had lupus Mm -hmm. before I got the diagnosis Mm -hmm. because some of we experienced some of the same symptoms because lupus is also an autoimmune disease, Mm -hmm. just like rheumatoid arthritis. So I remember, you know, wondering if maybe there's a possibility, but when I went into the rheumatologist, she asked me if I was feeling tired a lot, which I was, but I never thought much of it. But mm-hmm. that's part of um, the symptoms. The symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked me, you know, do you realize that you're having a challenge with standing up long and so on? And I said, yes. But like, you know, mm-hmm. just didn't was, click wasn't, still. No, wasn't clicking, wasn't clicking. But after I found out what I had, mm-hmm. I was relieved. Because mm. at least now I know you what know. it is. Mm-hmm. But then mentally, it was a challenge. Mm. How so? Because they, I found out that what I was experiencing was muscle spasms. Mm-hmm. And then 
I realized that my life would have changed significantly mm. as a result of knowing now that, mm. you know, I have already, my diet had to change mm -hmm. and my lifestyle on a whole had to change. Right. Mm, so take us through, obviously, um, lifestyle change, what, what you, you had to give up some of your most, um, um, some of your, some of the food you loved dearly. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. Yes. Full stop. <laughs> yes. But take us through that lifestyle change though. How did you transition? And was so, it an easy transition for you? No, it was not. Mm. It it was not because at that time it was mm. so bad. So I found out that the inflammation level in my body was at 48. Mm. And what does that mean? Inflammation exists in the body, but it's supposed to be at a certain level. Okay. So for me, I think based on my age at the time, I think I was almost, I was 30 when mm -hmm. I was diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of on the eve of my 31st birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I was going to to try the recommendation of the rheumatologist. She mm -hmm. suggested that I go on a gluten-free diet. Mm -hmm. Basically, that would have eliminated a lot of the foods that I would normally eat. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. when you think of basically flour-based items like mm -hmm. bread, mm -hmm. snacks, biscuits, mm -hmm. crackers, mm -hmm. those kind of Hold things. Hold on, crackers has gluten too? Yes, man. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. So <laughs> just imagine donuts, you yeah, know, pastry yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. Imagine that mm. section in the supermarket, like. Mm, doesn't I, exist. No, for mm. me, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to do a lot of research as well. Mm -hmm. She said I could still have fish, mm -hmm. but she told me to avoid chicken. And uh, I said, okay, I should be able to do this because on and off, I would actually take a break from those from things right. as well as... Um, rice mm -hmm. i was also overweight which mm -hmm. wasn't helping me as well at the okay. time i was clocking close to 180 mm -hmm. i was at about 178 mm -hmm. and um i decided i was i needed to lose the weight and then i found out i had sorry mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i was like okay <laughs> i actually started um doing the blood type diet. Mm -hmm. Not sure if you're familiar with Not that. Not quite. What's it, what's it all about? I don't remember the name of the gentleman um, right now, but what he was suggesting is that based on your blood type, there's a particular diet that you should um, mm. be on. Okay. So I'm type O. Mm -hmm. O what? Positive or negative? I'm O positive. All right. So talk to me. Cause that's, my, <laughs> that's my blood group. So, <laughs> so I'm O positive. So... Mm -hmm. Um, based on my readings, um, we were supposed to be doing more of the aerobic exercises mm -hmm. and there are some foods that we should avoid. I'm not remembering them right now off mm -hmm. the top of my head, but I actually started doing that and feeling a little different. Wow. But then when, you know, Doc said, okay, try the gluten-free diet, mm -hmm. I said, all right. So I did that and it, it started working right away, but mm -hmm. it was not happening as fast as I would want it. Because okay. I had also gotten medication, but mm -hmm. I really didn't want to take them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when I went back to her, she said, I, I see that the levels are dropping, but I know that you're not taking your medication. <laughs> and we need, to, we need to get this done right away. Based on my age, though, my inflammation level should actually be at about 20. So and you were double saying that. To you, it, right, it was at 48. Mm, wow. Right. If you're just 
just joining us. You are listening to Healthy and Happy. <laughs> it's, of course, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM, your education and wellness station. I'm having a discussion with Anjui James Sawyers, and, of course, she is a writer, producer, presenter. Some of you would know her from the JIS, um, well, especially the news if you listen to it, Anjui James Sawyers, yes, yes, yes. Um, but she's talking with us, though, about her battle uh, with rheumatoid arthritis. For those of you who are just joining the program, rheumatoid arthritis, it's a chronic inflammatory disorder that can affect more than just the joint. In some people, the condition can damage a variety of body systems, including skin, eyes, heart, and blood vessels. Now, Anjui, the diagnosis was made in 2017. Mm -hmm. Were there times you wondered, why me? You know, God, why no? Why is this happening? You know, why me? Did that ever cross your mind? I think so. I mm -hmm. honestly don't remember, but I do remember asking just why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not so much why me, but mm -hmm. just why. Mm -hmm. I know probably a diagnosis like this too must have um, affected you emotionally. You spoke a little bit about it. It did. But um, let's talk about some of those moments where you just kind of felt alone and, you know, as if you're dealing with this by yourself. I did. I... I'm reserved, quiet by nature, mm -hmm. private. Really? Broadcaster? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. oh, yes. <laughs> I get nervous all the time, you know, work through the fear and everything, mm -hmm. nervousness and so on. But I think it makes me a better person. Okay. So, yes. Even now. Mm -hmm. But I cried out to God and I cried as well. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. I cried a whole lot because... I was just not able to function the way I, I was you were accustomed used to, to. Mm -hmm. right? I had challenges standing up. Mm. I had challenges. I remember after I got diagnosed, I would try to go to work. Mm -hmm. And some days I couldn't get out of the car. Some days I got to my desk mm -hmm. and I elevated them under the garbage receptacle by mm -hmm. my desk. Mm -hmm. And then... I did what I could, and then I just had to leave. Mm -hmm. So that happened. That happened for a while, and when that happened to me, I would just cry. It, it really mm -hmm. got me depressed because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm it's just, a huge change. It is. It mm -hmm. was. It was. It still is. But it it was, and I was just so tired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tired. I remember by the time it got to about Thursday or Friday. Like, I think everything just came down on me. Mm -hmm. And then I just couldn't make it to church. Mm -hmm. And I love going to church. Mm -hmm. So I was out for maybe a month or so. Mm -hmm. How important is a, a strong support system in moments like these? It's so important. Mm -hmm. So important. I'm learning that even more so now because mm -hmm. I'm more open right. and, and I'm more willing to share my story. Mm -hmm. It's because of sharing my story that I've gotten a lot more support. Mm -hmm. I've, I've met other persons with the disease mm -hmm. and I'm able to say, you know, I'm experiencing this. What can I do? Mm -hmm. Somebody who has been there before, who is already on the journey can, you know, provide mm -hmm. some solutions, some tips for some relief. There are also persons who are struggling and uh, you can help them, mm -hmm. you know, be an accountability partner. Right. 
Um, Accountability partner? Yes, man. Talk to me about that. You mean ensuring that they don't eat what they're not supposed to eat, though yeah. they're on the journey, mm-hmm. you know, to the parent. Yes, because for some, most, a lot of persons tell me, you know, you're so disciplined with the diet. I don't know how I would be able to do that. Right. There are times, though, when I'll have a little something I'm not supposed to eat here mm-hmm. and there, mm-hmm. but it's something I have to plan for. Mm. So I'll have to know, okay, I'm going to be home this weekend mm-hmm. so I can use the weekend to try and recuperate to go back to work okay so when I see my friend eating something you know <laughs> they're not supposed to be eating I don't really say anything yeah. sometimes and I'll just look at them and I found out recently that the person considers me to be an accountability partner because I just look at them so and, if, if you don't say you know, nothing you know I don't have to say anything sometimes you know just the look yes only a look. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, But how has this strengthened your faith also, um, Andrew, this experience? So I sing. I put my trust in God to to try and do things that I wouldn't normally do and step out of what I would consider my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I have a challenge with being vulnerable, mm-hmm. which is also a part of the reason why I didn't say anything about what I was going through for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I realized the importance of talking about the experience and sharing it with others and helping others. And I see God working through through that. Mm-hmm. I've been singing more. Singing takes on a whole different meaning for me now. Mm-hmm. Like songs I normally sing and, mm-hmm. and I love, mm-hmm. they have a very different meaning. There is a song that talks about no more night. You mm-hmm. see that line that says no mm-hmm. more pain? Mm-hmm. I look at that line. Whoa. That line means a lot for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. now more than ever. Mm-hmm. You, you were saying that for a long time you remained closed about your experience. Yes. But what exactly, what was that deciphering factor? What was the reason you decided to share? I decided that it was time to to stop focusing on what the problems were mm. and the fact that I just could not function at the level that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I decided to start looking at opportunities, different ways that I could um, look at what I'm going through differently Mm -hmm. and I realized that I had something to share and I decided okay I'm going to but I still didn't know what I wanted to share Mm -hmm. because when I started doing little videos on Instagram Mm -hmm. I didn't say what I had Mm -hmm. I didn't mention the disease at all Mm -hmm. but I spoke about other experiences and I realized Actually, Adis, I realized that in order to be very authentic about why I'm on the gluten-free diet or Mm -hmm. lifestyle journey, I had to disclose why Mm. I was on that journey. And look how far it's taken you. To tell the truth, I didn't know. And I I knew you from afar. We were not close friends. But um, when I saw the articles, when I read the articles, I, I, I just had no clue. I had no clue you were battling this, but God has been good to you, Andrew, in spite of what you have been through. You've been able to encourage um, other people. Um, There may be persons listening right now who have um, similar challenges, similar struggles, Um, may not necessarily be rheumatoid arthritis, maybe, 
you know, other lifestyle diseases. Um, but how can you encourage them to persevere in spite of what they're faced with? I'm not going to say it's easy because it isn't. Mm-hmm. But it's very important that you get the necessary support that you, you need in order to thrive. Mm-hmm. I know some persons aren't too happy with the idea of going to a counselor or a therapist, but I can tell you from experience that it, it has been helping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's a case where you get to see a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So you feel in a particular way about something mm-hmm. and then somebody says to you, why not try this or right. think of it this way? And then you're like, oh, wow. I didn't see that before. No, didn't see that before. Mm-hmm. So the counseling has helped me a lot mm-hmm. with that, right? And it's also okay to share mm-hmm. your experience. So I'm not encouraging you to share all the details, mm-hmm. but share what you're comfortable with sharing. Mm-hmm. And that sharing may be progressive to, you know, over a period of time. Right. Right. So just as you did, you started out right. with you a little... You can start small, mm-hmm. start small and then... Over time, you realize that you may be more comfortable with sharing more. Mm-hmm. There's a young man I interviewed sometime last year. Lamar Nicholson is his name. And he shared with us his uh, uh, his story. He was d- diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he, he had a really tough experience with, with that. It's an intestinal um, illness. But one of the things that he shared with us on his program is this. Sometimes the reason things happen to us is more important than the actual experience of what has happened to us. Have you found purpose and meaning behind your experience, Andre? I think I have. There are so many opportunities that I'm seeing mm-hmm. coming my way as a result of just shifting my mindset. Mm. And it's not to say that there aren't days when I still feel down Mm. and so on. But I also think that the Lord has been saying to me, you know, I need more of you. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. I need you to to spend more time in the word and Mm -hmm. talk to me more and and so on. And it might sound cliche, but it's really the truth. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the Lord and everything and I go to church and... And um, but I realized that I really do need to spend more time with him, mm-hmm. and and it's something that you have to cultivate. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm just really happy. I mean, I've been getting opportunities to sing, and at these I don't like doing solos. You understand? <laughs> I've been getting opportunities to sing, and 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 I'm like, okay, Lord, Whatever so you're you providing do. these opportunities for me. So I'm just gonna embrace them, and mm-hmm. I know you'll be there with me to guide me along. The I am way, so happy much. that you're speaking with the music coordinator of East Jamaica <laughs> Conference. Thank you. That is such a powerful uh, point for me to note carefully in my computer thank you so very much <laughs> you're Andrew. welcome but um you know i want to say a very special thank you to you for sharing your story with us um right here utilizing this powerful medium of radio uh the truth is you don't know how many persons lives you're impacting even now and mm-hmm. i pray listeners that as you would have heard Andrew's experience you probably may be going through something similar or you know of individuals who may be going through something similar take heart take courage because guess what the god who led you to 
to your challenges will take you through your challenges. Are there any final words that you'd like to share, Andrew, before we go? I just want to give thanks for God right now for helping me to find the purpose in my pain. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been an amazing experience thus far since that, that mindset shift. Um, I'm... A bit sad that it's happening right now, but mm. the, the, you know nothing happens before the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I'm just happy and thankful for yeah. this opportunity to share, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm looking forward to to what other blessings will happen and come in store my way, and for others as well who mm-hmm. may be listening to this program. Wonderful, inspirational writer, producer, and of course, what other title am I missing, Andrew? <laughs> producer, presenter, voice, um, soon to be author. Yes, I'm declaring it in Jesus' <laughs> name. You, I want you. you to write your book, Madam, and we're charging you from healthy and happy to do the same. Whatever support you need, rest assured, we, we will lend it to you as best as we can. Thank and you. we will also continue to keep you in our prayers. We want to say a very special thank you to you, our listeners. You continue to allow our program to, to grow each and every week so we want to say thanks to you and for those of you who are feeling down because of a situation try lifting your eyes off your situation to jesus christ we want to say a very special thank you to our production team or production engineer elder errol vaz our communication team and on behalf of everyone here at healthy and happy we look forward to rejoining you next week same time same place i'm adis jonas murphy god's richest blessings And heaven will pass away It's not a dream God will make all things new That day Gone is the curse From which I stumbled Is the praises to come.